three cats, Clay, Jordy, <laughs> and Memes. And one's a tabby, and two are gentlemen with exquisite attire in uh, tuxedos, one gray, one black. Um, and then Memes, again, is tabby. We call her also called Tabs, or I also call her AKA Pritz, her pretty girl. Um, I have no idea what's happened to me. I've been sucked into this land of cat loving, and I'm just it's a cat. It's a vortex. Just a cat daddy. And um, Okay, why I'm, don't you open our show? I'm rambling, and uh, I don't know. Um, okay, hey, everyone. Welcome back to We're Just Talking, and I hope you're having a fantastic evening. It is Tuesday evening here. Yes, Tuesday, September. What day is it? 22nd, 22nd, obviously, obviously. So we are in fall. I mean, it's it's full blown fall here in New Jersey, um, the Garden State, which is really a misnomer because our state is not a Garden State at all. But yeah, so we've got chilly weather. Uh, I think it's supposed to. We have a pumpkin candle burning. I mean, we are in our fall vibe. I have a Halloween table scape in our dining room. I mean, we are just spooky over here. Yeah, we have a uh, Mr. Skeleton is chilling yeah. in the bar. Yeah, I mean, he's he, this dude, bartending. Yeah, I mean, he drank himself to now he's yeah. just an actual skeleton. Now he's, now he's tipped over. We also have yeah. a black cat, which which fits our theme. As Julian was saying earlier, one of our cats is wearing a black tuxedo, so he's Jordan. more like, uh, you know, yeah. what, is, what is that character from uh, Adam's Family? I don't know. Da, 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 da. The, like, butler was his name. Fester? Uncle no, Fester? No, no, that's not it. Oh, yeah, Fester's no. the bald one. Yeah, that's also loaded the gray tuxedo that we yeah. have, though, Clay. That's Fester. <laughs> so, yeah, that's his new nickname now. I'm he's, but that's, that's a misnomer because he's the fluffiest guy we have. He is a fluff. He's, he's a fluffy guy. He's a floof. Yeah, so we're in fall vibes. Fall puts me in a really good mood. Um, I like the transition of seasons, unlike my co-host, Julian Spivak. He doesn't really like cold weather. I, I like the cycling of of seasons even though <laughs> we're all going to be floating around in a global ocean soon enough because our our planet is just getting hotter and hotter and hotter but that's a topic for another podcast right global warming yeah we'll talk about that another sure. day because i can't i don't want to cry myself to sleep tonight so uh we're gonna g- talk about instead we're gonna talk about mental health um this episode is called mental health we've all got it for a reason because i think mental health kind of comes with a lot of stigma attached to it i feel like people think either they need mental health services or they don't. They need medication or they don't. They have mental health issues or they don't. And Julian and I are kind of big believers that it's more of a fluid issue, wouldn't you say? Like when you say there's more like gray area in terms of mental health and you know some deficiencies that some of us might face not even deficiencies but issues and and anxiety depression symptoms of all those things i think it's like fluid wouldn't you say yeah and it's more it's definitely more it's a whole spectrum yeah no it's more common than even people realize um and i've noticed this too and i'm sure some of you may have noticed i feel like you too i mean we've always i've always had anxiety depression um you know but i've been able to kind of like what shoulder shrug it off or something like that you know but like as i get older and it's my you know i'm 31 now it becomes more and more like difficult to do that and then i feel yeah like i get into i don't know why i'm just going off right now on it but uh, no but no it's true I get no, this in, is, that's what this is supposed to be about right like i get into like a depression sometimes i don't even know what i'm depressed about or you know having anxiety over it. then i'll have you know just random thoughts of whatever trying to control thoughts and i read something on instagram the other day and you know someone was saying you should treat it though as it is it's a thought it's not yeah a reality it's not it's just a thought i think that's easy 
easier said than done. It, definitely easier yeah. said than done, but I think it's like if you you know if you look at some Instagrams for mental health, which by the which way, which is super helpful. It, it is. Which by the way, we are sourcing to try to get someone on to actually uh, who's a professional in this area mm-hmm. to actually speak more on it. This is kind of just like an overview, but there's a lot of you know tips and things like that. And again, I, I noticed that as I get older, it's kind of like it's almost becoming worse. And you know, yeah. like depression, anxiety. Like it, I think as we get are older, you, do you mean like for you personally, or do you mean like oh no, like all of us? It's like a crisis. Oh yeah. No, yeah. Like, like like all of us. Like I feel like it just becomes harder and harder, harder to shrug things off, and it becomes more. You know, you you, you stick with your thoughts, and it, it can alter your reality, and it can change your mood too. I know, you know, I know Carly gets mad at me, but like if I get knocked out of my like, you know, I like to again, I like to eat more clean. If I get out, knocked out of that regimen, if I if I miss a couple of days at the gym, um, that anxiety now amplifies by like ten thousand. You know. Yeah. No, I think that that's just an. You know, I, I try and tell you that it's okay to like get off of your. It's okay, like things are gonna be okay if you're not like because there's only so much things that we, so many things that we can control. You know, like there's only so much that we can like have a say on, and you know, there's gonna be things that like curveballs that are thrown at us. And I, I'm the same way. Like if I don't, if things don't go the way that I thought they were gonna go, or the way that I planned for them to go, I get like a bundle of nerves, and it makes me feel very uncomfortable, very out of place. But you know, it, it's it's about coming up with tools to handle that, and I think. You know, anxiety manifests in many different ways. And like you said, like, I think as an adult, like it's starting to become the things that make us anxious again on a spectrum, like, you know, things that were making us anxious in high school were like petty. Now looking back on it, even college, like you look back, you're just like, oh, I can't believe I was like stressed about that. But like now it's like keeping, you know, house over my head, you know, roof over my head. It's uh, putting groceries in my house. It's and a lot of these things are like money derived, but a lot of them are are also emotionally derived as well. You know, like, am I giving enough time and effort into my relationships am i paying enough attention to this person that person am i spreading myself too thin am i doing a good job at my profession am i you know it's like all these things like kind of culminate to make like one very anxious person and i always like joke about how that that's me i'm i'm a very like but I, I don't show it. That's that's the problem. And I think that's where the stigma comes from because you can't see mental health disorders from the outside. You know, like you can't see that a person's struggling. You Like, you know, because physically they look very healthy. And of course there's a nexus between like physicality and, you know, mental health and internal health. But like, you know, a lot of it happens in the brain, which is like such a, you know, complex organ. And I think we we have a lot to learn about it. But I think the first step in, in addressing these issues is to destigmatize it. I think it's for I mean even when we were growing up wouldn't you say like I don't know there's just certain things that you, people would tell you ah just rub dirt in it it'll be fine you know like so to speak like oh your feelings are hurt get over it oh you don't like this get over it oh you're feeling anxious I don't think you are or like you know it's like other people telling you how you're feeling and it's just you know it's reached ahead for a lot of us especially millennials you know you kind of just let that go on for long enough and you're just like okay now it's all bottled up and I don't know what to do with it because people told me that I wasn't having a legitimate problem and that my issues were not of any kind of importance um to be worth dealing with you know like never have was i told like when i was younger like oh maybe you should go to a therapist or maybe you should seek help for that or you know whatever and like i'm certainly not trying to say that i have my problems are worse than anybody else's or vice versa but you know i think each and every one of us can benefit from those resources and i think it's just important to like kind of shine a light on that and amplify that so that people know that there are resources you know yeah um no the, i i agree with that it's you know going to therapy no one wants to talk about it no one wants to make it uh you know an issue if you do go to therapy by the way like good for you, you yeah know? and as a matter of fact like let me know who you go to because i think like it, it, it's good to talk to somebody and it's good to get some kind of professional uh opinions and advice on certain matters uh, that you're may, maybe struggling with uh again in regards to anxiety and depression um and you know what i've been reading doing some research lately what i've been reading
everything. A lot of it is just that, again, how these thoughts trigger our, our reality and how, you know, we allow them to overtake us, which then alters our mood, which then makes us upset, have depression, have anxiety. Uh, you know, it makes your mind, your judgment foggy and cloudy. Um, I, nothing's worse than, you know, trying to start the week off on a good foot. And the second you wake up Monday morning, you know, you're, you're, you're already in a fog. You know, yeah. you got to somehow drag your, pull your ass up and, and get to work and get moving. Right. Um, but I feel like, you know, there's a therapy, you know, they can, they, they might be able to alter how you handle uh, certain things. And then if you identify that you're in, you know, a rut, like how you can, what you can do to, to, to quickly jump out of it, you know, what I mean like yeah you know what I'm saying like, identify those steps yeah right, right yeah but I think given being given the proper tools is where you start with that I mean people don't you know you can't just pull a rabbit out of a hat and be like oh I know how to deal with this now no no like no, not at all no like a lot of times like you're feeling like your infrastructure is crumbling and you don't know what to do about it yeah. and you're just like I'm just gonna shut my shut my mouth put my head down and do my job or, or I'm gonna shut my mouth put my head down and, and take care of my family or I'm gonna you know whatever and then it just keeps building 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 and then you get to the point where like okay now I can't manage it now like even if i wanted to manage it even if i had the correct tools to manage it i can't manage it mm -hmm. you know but like i said identifying that you know there is not not even necessarily a problem just like something that you want to deal with i don't know that i would call it a problem that you get anxious or that you have depression or that you or even some of the more serious mental illnesses you know bipolar dissociative disorder things like that again we're not professionals but you know all of those things are there of course there's a million different schools of thought as to how they should be treated you know medication has a huge stigma if you take like a little white happy pill so to speak you know with your daily vitamins like people are like oh you know that person's crazy it's like no it's just like i'm trying to get my brain chemistry in a place where i can function you know and I think that that's valuable for a lot of people I know certain jobs like just fail completely to recognize you know a pattern of mental illness whether it be addiction anxiety depression obsessive compulsive disorder things of that nature or even symptoms of those things a lot of professions fail to recognize that like outwardly you know I mean I know my profession attorneys are famously you know alcoholic in, in nature you know a, a large percentage of, of uh, attorneys are alcoholics a large percentage of attorneys suffer from anxiety and or depression, you know? So, and I feel like that's largely a result of the failure to address those issues because those things rear their ugly heads and that statistic stays where it's at because none of it's being addressed. And, you know, you, you end up being the target of like, oh, that profession, those people are, you know, people drink themselves to death and this and that. Like, it's because it's not being addressed. If it was pro being properly addressed, you wouldn't be a statistic. Right. And that's why also we have things and that's, well, I guess, no, we're going there. Um, like even like suicide, you know, so yeah. maybe someone from the outside perception perception could be like, I don't understand how someone could just really go through with that. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, but you also don't know what's going through that person's you mind don't know, at that yeah. time. And maybe to them, it could be a quick fix, a quick solve, you know, or, and it's all they, all they want is to take away the immense pain that they're feeling. Yeah. That, you exactly. Know? Yes. They don't want to feel a pain um, that you don't necessarily know. Right. So, and that's, that's, that's other people with suicidal ideation too, because every person is different. You know, every person's pain is different. So even if you're like, oh no I've, I've thought about killing myself before too but somehow I managed to not how come that person couldn't it's like well you don't know that person's pain you don't know that person's experience right and you can't judge you can't hold judgment either yeah. like if that's what they did because that's that's how far they got and they snapped then that's what they did but right. like the thing is I think that Carl is trying to say is that we can all take preventive measures and we can all source that help and try to do what we can to overcome the, you know the feeling of depression anxiety I, I, in my opinion there's nothing worse than that feeling you know yeah. like, what, what, what do we call it like um, I know I always get it too 
you do too what the uh, the Sunday scaries oh yeah you know to where yeah. maybe maybe you had a weekend and you know you've been away from work for you know only a couple of days but you know all right now I gotta I gotta get up and I gotta you know put my game face on it's I gotta like go to work dread. and I gotta yeah. perform mm-hmm. you know but like the the dread of just laying there yeah and even if you're just hanging out especially if you're hungover oh my god that makes things <laughs> yeah a hundred thousand times worse yeah um because you're just laying there you feel like shit physically which makes you you your mind even more cloudy yeah um which, which puts you in a horrible like depressed mood to where uh you know you uh, sometimes I feel that that's what it's like and then all of a sudden like you wake up and you, you, you kind of pull your ass together and you yeah. get moving you get your coffee and then maybe you're okay you know yeah. but again like there, there's there's a problem there's an issue that, right. that you need I think we need to, to address to, yeah. to address and that that means sourcing professional help to just talk even just to have a general conversation you know again I I, I myself haven't been to a therapist since <laughs> I've been a, a kid so I really don't remember a whole lot about it but I do know that um, you know good therapy you know there is is to have conversations and to get things out and then you know I think what the therapist tries to, to do is try to alter the way you handle it I think or the way you think about it you know yeah sometimes just the listening factor can be that too just enough. venting because yeah. it's not really fair I think it should also be noted that it's not really fair for you to put that onus on your friends and family like you know a lot of times like I mean, and Julian and I do this all the time because, of course, like you look to your significant other, your spouse, your brother, sister, mother, father, whatever, family member, friend, best friend. You look to them for support. But, you know, there comes a time where you're just like, OK, I need to I need to take this out of my relationship because now it's going to start to damage my relationship. So, like, I need to find somebody that this is what they do for a living. They know the science behind it. They know the behavioral, um, you know science behind it and they can kind of help me get to a place where I can remedy this as opposed to just making my husband's ears bleed over you know my anxious behavior at work or whatever it is you know and I think that having that resource in the workplace is invaluable too I think a lot of HR departments can can develop further in terms of offering their employees certain kind of solace I know like with the whole pandemic and I don't want to talk about this pandemic for the most part but I know that you know when the job market sort of tanked earlier in the pandemic I know certain I know my job sent out an email that was like you know we have mental health counselors available you know to talk or you know if you're if you're feeling anxious about this if you you know need some help this and that if you have a spouse that was laid off whatever but it's like why did a global pandemic have to happen for you to offer me that you know like why did you have why did it have to be catastrophic for you to just consider the fact that I'm dealing with a lot and you know maybe I'm not on all all the time and you know I'm entitled to a mental health personal day I'm entitled to self-care I'm entitled to take a day off of work without having to go on vacation I can just sit at home and do nothing for a day and i think that that's powerful and it shouldn't be only when the world is burning down right but like because the world is burning down now it's convenient now okay let's address it let's say oh you know what we do great things for our, our employees we offer them this we offer them that but like you said you didn't you didn't like make that announcement before this pandemic yeah you know because when it comes down to it nobody cares right you know unfortunately you know it, it's it's what we've been talking about prior on the on this podcast too you know we, we should be looking out trying to help each other but when it comes down to it and I guess it's just the way that we're programmed and structured as a society or you know human beings but you know just no one seems to care you know so but 
and, and everything that anyone does, even the workplace, when regards to, oh, we, we want to be the safest company, we want to do this, we want to do that, we want to make sure. Yeah, we care about our employees. It's it, like mm. in reality, you just don't want to have to pay. Yeah. For you know, um, workman's comp or yeah. anything like that in the job. That's it. Do you do you really care about that person's no, physical or not. mental well-being? Not at all. Not even a, to a slightly. Yeah. But like, you just don't want to be you know pay that extra additional money because that's a cost that the yeah. company is going to see as just like a liability they have to incur. And they don't want to do that because, again, we're, we're fucking assholes. <laughs> and excuse my, excuse me, you know, but like it, it, when it comes down to it, that's what it is, you know. So yeah. that's why like it's it's really, you know, having close connections and having good friends and good relationships is so critical now. And I know we're always doing stuff with our friends. And I mean, I, I we we absolutely love that. So I love hanging out with our friends yeah. and doing things. Our family It's therapeutic in its own right. It, it is therapeutic and it's just it's refreshing. And, you know, we can all just enjoy our lives and, and have a good time and, and everything like that. So um, that's what, you know, I think helps us. But, yeah. you know, when it comes down to it, it, it it's just sad that, you know, especially within the military and um, with, even with the, with the police force and fire departments and any first responders and even, you know, in neighborhoods of, um, you know, that are, you know what I mean? Or have like, you know, lower income. lower income, just trying to kind of compare. Like you have a lot of people there who, you know, mentally like needs support, needs help. Um, and honestly, probably what you're offering for them isn't enough. You know, yeah, because I think I think that the like one thing leads to another, you yep. know, I mean, lack of resources is what leads to, you know, underdeveloped, you know, cities right. and things like that and, and income gaps and all this other stuff. I mean, Julian and I do a pretty good job of giving everything we've got to our careers and, and everything like that. But even we have our limits, you know, I mean, I, luckily on a micro level, my practice group, our leader is very big on mental health. He's an open book in terms of requests and grievances and things like that and, and needing to talk and needing time to kind of give ourselves the, the self-care that we need to perform in the way that our firm expects us to. So we're really lucky. My small team is really lucky in that sense. But I think on a macro level, you know, law firms sp specifically have a lot to learn about offering their workhorses. And I say workhorses, not as a as a jab at, you know, capitalism or anything else. But, you know, you're getting a product out of these people. You're making a lot of money off of these people. The least you can do is give them some sort of resource so that they can feel good enough inside to keep doing the work that you value so much. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I think that's that pretty much sums it up. Well, I've seen some of these companies, um, you know, that do offer like, oh, okay, you know what? Like, it's summer, so we don't work Fridays. Or Yeah, or like, yeah, I mean, the well, dress down thing's a little played out, but because it's like, okay, wearing jeans isn't going to help the fact that I'm completely inundated. No, no, but but, <laughs> you know? but the more time, like, people can have back from yeah. working, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, cause again, I mean, it, 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 we want to live our lives. I right. We spoke last season. We're big on work. We're trying to have work life balance. Uh, yeah. it can be difficult, especially with my job, you know, um, uh, which that's not a thing. <laughs> you have to find ways to make it happen. Sure. Um, but, uh, it's small things like that is critical and making sure that, you know, like people know it's okay for me to, to take a mental health day or it's okay for me to source additional resources. You know, um, I'm, I'm telling you right now, like, you know, I've been thinking about it lately. I'm glad we're having this conversation on this episode. You know, I, I'm not ashamed to admit that I'm actually I'm in the market looking to just have a conversation with somebody professional yeah I know you've been telling me to do that for years now you know and I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of just tired of this well because you know? I think we've been conditioned to the to a point where you're just told to suppress your own trauma you're just told to like okay it happened to you now move on it's like well but I didn't address it so like right. 
Right. How am I supposed to move on if I didn't address what happened to me? You suppressed it. And it doesn't matter what that thing is. I, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be something that someone else. Oh, well, you know, well, if I say what it is, people are going to be like, that's not traumatic. That's not. It's your experience. So like, I don't care if it's, you know, uh, whatever, like some small what you would what other people would consider insignificant portion of your life or, or event in your life. If it's causing you to think about it all the time, if it's causing you to be unable to get some clear headspace when you're at your job, when you're with your family, if it's interfering with your time and your headspace, if it's if it's living in your head rent free, as they say, then maybe it's time to talk to somebody about it. And it's not to say, oh, well, you know, this person's more deserving of a therapist than I am. This person's more deserving of those resources than I am. This person's eligible for disability because of what they went through, but I'm not. You know, it, it's a relative experience and, and we all handle things differently. You know, you see some people who suppress these things their whole life because during that that trauma they dissociated and they completely forgot about it your brain is such a powerful thing that sometimes you can suppress those memories and they don't come up until some other triggering force happens way later in life oh completely you know and then you're and then you're just stopped in your tracks by this thing and your life is ruined by it because you're not dealing with it so i think that you know it's a spectrum i mean i can't stress that enough um Again, we're not the professionals. We just, I just know what I observe. And I think we all have at least six degrees of separation between ourselves and somebody who committed suicide, someone who's dealing with depression, somebody who's got, you know, bipolar disorder, somebody, you know, somebody that's suffering in some way or using therapy in some way or not using therapy in some way. And I just think that the conversation is valuable to have on a personal level so that we can all like begin to deal with these things, whether it be for ourselves or for people that we care about. Yeah, I, I completely agree, you know, on that. Um, you know, and again, I, I will say I noticed that uh, you're right about, you know, especially at a younger age, you know, I think we find easy ways to suppress um, those emotions, those thoughts. And I think um, to the point where you almost forget about it slightly or, you know, you're like, ah, no, I'm good. Like, I don't care. But then it comes back later yeah. as you get older. Of course, as we get older, everything as we get older. Yeah, seems everything to, as we get older just but, like falls apart. But, but <laughs> no, so it, but like it comes back and it comes back like with a vengeance. Like, mm-hmm. you, oh, you forgot about me for yeah. how long? I got you. But, you know? Well, that's like, the thing. Like, oh, you forgot about this childhood trauma that you had when you were five years old. And it's like, oh, well, now that you have a five-year-old of your own, now you're going to remember it. You yeah. know, like it, it's <laughs> things like that in your life that triggers those memories. And if we're all, if we're living in a world that's more equipped to handle those types of things then we're we're better as human beings and as individuals to handle those things yeah i think I so would say. but um but yeah i think i think our generation is onto something in terms of destigmatizing everything you know i would say the generation after us is even more well equipped for that because i think we're still part of the people that grew up during a time where it was like you know oh you're you know you're anxious you don't you know you're you're having a meltdown about how much homework you have like grow up deal with it you know that's what seventh grade is or whatever it is you know like you're just told that it's not valid essentially i know i was told it was not valid you know like the times where i said you know okay you know i'm really stressed i'm like i can't stop thinking about this thing i can't stop thinking about that thing i was told like okay you're being dramatic or you know just move on with it oh well you have to do it doesn't matter you know your feelings don't matter essentially and that's not a jab at anybody that raised me or any of my teachers or anything else it's just factually how it was dealt with right i mean yeah no no i mean i trust me i think 
think about, I guess you're you're referring to when you're in your more developmental ages, right? Yeah, like and I years. mean, there was just no like, you know, there was there was no resource for that, and there was no understanding of that because it's like people just take on such an egotistical mindset like oh well i've never felt that way so it must not be real yeah well again it just it just right now and we spoke about this before in regards to generations in regards to progress and things like that like you have a lot of generations people that grew up with one way one mind of thinking yeah you know like this is how it is and then that that unfortunately kind of gets like pushed off onto a, the next generation yeah. right but then the next generation is like oh well it's 2020 and this is not like th- all that like what you did now is expired sorry right so this is how we're gonna go about it now and do yeah. it it's different and i'm not saying like we need to be you know oh we need to be kindness what 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 happened to tough love what happened to working hard like no we're, not, we're, we're definitely not saying that um but i think there's different ways to approach like when someone says hey you know what like i'm really kind of having an issue about this thing um i just want to talk about it you know yeah. you don't need to be like oh well you know grow up or suck it up or whatever like that like you know you can do that in a way but i think i think it's our approach to that it needs to be a little bit better than yeah. just rub some dirt on it or deal with it because again it's 2020 and and things that happened in 1950 right for example and 19 you know what i mean that's expired that's yeah. relevant we need to keep on moving on with but it's progress. like think about think about who was adults when we were growing up you know like the people who were adults grew up in the 50s 60s 70s so like during that time they were told you know oh you know you're feeling sad like well just stop just stop feeling sad or like oh you have you know this disorder that disorder i mean if you think about it like in our not so distant past like if you had any kind of like you know whether it be schizophrenia by like you know extreme bipolar symptoms things like that like mental illness like you were just institutionalized i mean they were just like okay well then you're crazy and it's like how many it makes me like cringe thinking like how many of those people if they were just given the proper resources and i'm not talking about technological resources i'm talking about human resources right you know like human contact human counseling like things that weren't you know a a function of an advanced technology age you know like i mean i know we have telemedicine now and you can kind of zoom conference your therapy sessions but all of that aside i think if we had just destigmatized everything a little bit sooner i think we would be in a better place with this stuff yeah but that but then also goes back to just um goes back to progress you know yeah like you have to start somewhere to another we said oh we wish we have done this sooner well i mean at least now we've recognized it you know right and we know that you know the way we think and the way we go about certain things in life need to be changed and enhanced for the better to also adapt to the fact that it's 2020 yeah but again if we want to talk about the 50s and the 40s and the 60s and all that stuff like like shit a lot of stuff was going on in the world you had world war ii korea vietnam you know you had other things going on you know uh in the world as well that were you know detrimental or you know there's a lot outside of just the u.s you know, yeah. things are going on in the, within the world itself, um, obviously. So you kind of understand where that mentality came from. But then again, talking about, you know, certain issues was definitely way less. And it was almost looked down upon. Um, even in the early 2000s with the military, you know, mm-hmm. the same thing. It's like, oh, well, you know, suck it up. Deal with it. You're a soldier or you're a Marine or anything like that. Like then the military realized, wow, we have a lot of people just killing themselves. So yeah, maybe well, we should go about our approach differently. Yeah. You know? And I think I think to, to your point, I think this whole like tough guy mentality, like, you you know, and that goes hand in hand with like, quote unquote, being masculine, like what that meaning is to people nowadays. It's like, oh, well, that means tough. That means, you know, puffing your chest out and walking around like you're on top of the world all the time. And, and you know, you got to toughen up. And and because you're you're trying to resolve whatever mental health issues that you have, that's a sign of weakness. And I think that that is totally 
unrelated to I think that's some of the strongest things that people can do is is come forth with their trauma talk about their trauma and deal with it in a constructive way so I think like you know toughen up I, I mean I just don't even understand how that's a response to somebody who's got you know mental health issues that they're trying to resolve well again it, that's an old um that's an old saying with no with zero intelligent thought behind it it's just that's what you say yeah i mean it's just i don't understand how we arrived at that conclusion i agree with you and again we're not talking about um you know kindness or you know a lot of people like to say oh millennials away they're this that oh yeah snowflake i love that (laughs) and and i would say yeah have we seen some millennials and you know in the way they they do things does it seem you know i'll say right now in my opinion maybe kind of soft too like yeah of course i think Mm -hmm. we've all seen it yeah participation trophies yeah right it's not just millennials either Mm -hmm. but like um, do I agree that like, you know, I think we still need to to hold some old, not old, but some value in regards to hard work. hundred percent. But it's just, you know, yeah, not related, I would say. Y- right, right, yeah. right. You know, other than other than your ability to work hard is being hampered by your brain chemistry. You know, if, if that's something that you're right. dealing with, I mean, it needs to be addressed. And like, I just think that, you know rub some dirt on it is just so out of touch i guess yeah again it's also a saying with no with kind no. of intelligent backing to it at all it means absolutely <laughs> shit nothing yeah you know? so yeah and i think you and i joke all the time and it's it's not a joke but you and i joke all the time like you know our families specifically have the you know old irish catholic mentality where it's just like if we don't talk about it it's not happening yeah and it's like <laughs> well you know you continue to do that and you're going to be faced with devastation I mean, you're just the human cost of of acting like that is just I mean, you know, and I know in my family, like I know that just going along and just ignoring things, it it just results in people's inner turmoil that you could just never understand. And, you know, like the stigma attached to like, you know, oh, so and so, oh, this, this, you know, whatever cousin or distant aunt, uncle, whatever has this problem. And like, oh, you know, we don't talk about that because that's a shame to our family. I mean, it's just ridiculous we don't talk about like it's not happening so okay yeah. well you know when that person then dies right I hope years down the road you can look back and, and say i oh, should have addressed that it, hopefully yeah you know you don't know that person's mentality i might be like well they might be like well you know there's nothing else i could have done uh differently and then you really think about it. it's like ah, oh, you probably could have done everything different right but you know what it's too late now so don't go back and dwell on the shit just move forward and try not to make sure that doesn't happen again right you know learning from our past experiences and our mistakes and our shortcomings that's the most value add to our think our lives right i mean if you can some people though don't learn shit from anything but some people can take those experiences and 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 use them as fuel and to be better and to make sure that that's things like that don't happen again moving forward right yeah and i think you know losing somebody to some sort of disease whether it be addiction um eating disorders uh you know suicide i mean any of these things you know it's all related it's all all intertwined and i think you get a lot of the anxiety depression arising out of addiction you get a lot of of anxiety depression arising out of eating disorders you get a lot of anxiety depression arising out of sexual assault i mean you have all of this all of these things that are are intertwined and i feel like you know (laughs) and it makes me think and i'm not laughing because it's funny but it just makes me think of one family member and you're gonna know immediately who i'm talking about when i say this but you know my parents would describe this person and just say you know and, and i adored him he's since passed away but um you know they they described like his his moods and his his you know, he'd get into like these moods and he just, you know, 
ignore everybody and just like go into like a dark room and just never want to come out and like refuse to do anything and refuse to do certain things and and see family and and just be like in a nasty mood and like one word answers things like that and it's just like that is latent depression and anxiety it's just under the surface it's failure to deal with it failure to address it failure to acknowledge it and that's just how it was manifesting you know like you just and you can recognize that from an outside perspective and from a perspective of being open and thinking okay well what's really going on here you know they're just not they're not just being mean just to be mean like most times most times it's something deeper and I think you know everybody around was just like oh that's just how he is Uh, we're just gonna you know wait till it passes it's like But then what happens when it rears its ugly head and, you know, something more severe happens? I mean, what what happens then? You know, so it's just like a spiraling effect. It's just snowball effect. I know that's, you know, it's how I feel when I don't deal with certain things. And, you know, anxiety, like I said, manifests in different ways. And for me, it's like, you know, laying awake at night thinking about all the different things that are going to happen to me that, you know, are or, or somebody that I care about. Like, that's the way anxiety manifests in me. I mean, for you, it's different, I feel like. Yeah, what do you mean? You get, like, obsessed. Like, you, you get, like, overly chatty about it. Like, you just want to, like, keep talking about whatever it is. It depends on what it is. And rambling about Dep- it, it depends, I feel like. It depends on what it is. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, though, it comes out and I get so worked up and angry. Yeah. You know, um, that... But I, it's not coming out in a constructive way. And that's not what no. we mean by letting it out. We mean like more in a more constructive No, way. it's coming out in a way that I'm it it's it's I'm exploding. Yeah. You know, and like your heart rate goes up and then I worry and it's just like Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I know. And um the, again, that's also and that's me acknowledging it. I need, you know, yeah. to, I I feel like I need to talk to somebody, you know. Yeah. Um and again that that's that's all of us, if you have those, you know, those, those issues in your mind and you just, you you keep on suppressing it and suppressing it and suppressing it. And, you know, there's only so long you, you can suppress it. And there's, no matter what you do to, to suppress it, whether it's, you know, people result in drugs and alcohol, um, people result in, you know, exercise, um, sometimes almost to a point where, you know, it could be listed like as obsessive. excessive. I think yeah. you, you tell me that I do that sometimes. I get into my things, but yeah, um, I think we both do that to an extent. Yeah. You know, no, some no, people no. like eat themselves into a coma. Some people, you you know, for us, a lot of times it's physical activity, which people would say, oh, like, well, there are worse things. It's like, well, no, not when I'm pushing my body to the point where like I'm in physical pain. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> not constructive. You know, like it, it's like it's like trying to channel that energy in a way that's not going to be harmful to you in any physical or mental way, which is the tough part. I guess. Yeah. No, no, I, I, I agree. And again, you know, even with like, you know, I, I definitely like my, my fair share of drinks and everything like that. And it's funny. That- yeah. That will make me feel better temporarily, mm-hmm. and then I feel like crap, and then you know, like then I exercise and I feel better. You know, it, it's crazy. It's yeah. just like I feel like we just live in, we're constantly living in a world to finding ways to to, to men- cope, mentally cope and suppress things. Yeah, uh, literally, I bought a supplement the other day. I've been trying to use at work lately. It's like a it's like a brain supplement to help you focus. Oh, and but it says like you know enhances mood. You know, yeah. like why am I looking mood. to do that? Why am I looking? Maybe for mood I shouldn't. Enhancer. Yeah, instead of taking a freaking some kind of um cognitive of pre-workout right why don't i go and get actual real help you know right yeah well i mean and even on like a more micro like tiny scope level like when i come home from work on like a tuesday and i'm like i'm breaking my friday alcohol rule i'm having a glass of wine right now it's like that's harmless yes but is it 
Like, is it the way I should be dealing with having a hard day at work? Probably not, you know? Oh, uh, but I feel like that's what you do. But it, it's, it is what, what I do What for for better or for worse. But I just don't know that that's a good thing. I just don't think it's probably not. I don't know. I know that I instantly feel sorry feeling better. If we're like, oh, you <laughs> yeah, know but what? Let's crack a glass of wine. I guess so. Yeah. But yeah, I don't, you know, you're damned if you do, you're again, damned if you don't. Again, I don't know. You know? Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's okay because it's only one glass or two glasses. But like my instinct is telling me it's not. But this is why we need a... A mental health professional to join our show with us because we um i did put out an ask on instagram so i have to go through those responses and see what people suggested but i'm hoping that we can tee somebody up sooner rather than later to have on here for that of to course. answer all of our questions and and maybe even i know i was looking as well maybe even like a kind of like a millennial you know uh, oh somebody younger yeah, yeah younger yeah, who yeah can give for sure you a new and different outlook and perspective on go figure go yeah. perspective on life yeah um, i'm not necessarily looking for somebody that's going to tell me that i need a lobotomy and electroshock therapy right you yeah. know like i don't want like, no, no. Again, uh, 2020, we're moving like on. Like journaling, now. <laughs> like I think journaling would probably be good, but like I, I don't know like the science behind that, and I don't know if it's actually helpful. So I just feel like in my brain, I'm like, oh, that sounds nice. Or like sitting outside, getting some sun. I don't, you know, I don't know what the answer is, but we do want to hear from a mental health expert, you know. And I know that that runs the gamut of medical professionals, social workers, you know, things like that. So you know, I don't think we're really pigeonholed into into one type of person or another. But I feel like we'd be willing to hear from all of them. Wouldn't you? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we also want to hear your mental health stories, um, how you've conquered, um, how you're dealing with certain things, or you know, if you're if you're facing something that's you know challenging, and and what kind of steps you're taking to get better. We're always interested to hear like personal stories because we we thought we would share some of ours on here just to let everybody know that you're human and it's normal. And even though people tell you it's not normal and you're and you're crazy, you know, I think it's more at this point it's more normal than not to have like some sort of you know I, I say this all the time i believe some of us everybody has some level of anxiety about something you know i think we i think i don't think there's anyone who doesn't who doesn't some yeah. level of, of anxiety about something you know it, it's not only it's possible right yeah like are you like me where you're just like constantly thinking about like who uh that i care about is gonna get hurt today that that that's your like main that's thing. mine like who that i love is going to suffer a terrible diagnosis or accident or you know that's just where my brain goes. Like when people don't answer me, I'm like, oh, well, that person drove their car into a ravine. So I guess I got to got to make arrangements. You know, like that's where my brain goes. And it's not funny. It's like it's it's serious. Like it's not yeah. normal to think like that. But uh, I mean, it, I, it, let's redefine normal. I think it yeah, is normal. Yeah. Normal isn't isn't really a fair term. I think you're right on that. Yeah. But again, it's it's how are we gonna you know what is normal? Yeah, yeah. well, what yeah, what is really normal? People like talk about normalcy. Well, what 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 is what is that? What is normalcy? I don't know. What is really anything? You right, know? right. <laughs> well, I mean, well, jeez. I mean, I, I you want to get into that conversation? Us <laughs> what speaking right is now anything? is just a bunch of just sounds that we're making. It's just a bunch of sounds that, that we're making for, with our mouth. For some reason, it makes sense to our minds. Or well, I understand what that means. That, that's yeah. all it is. What what is that? Uh, nothing. I don't know. What is it? I don't know. We, we made all this shit up. Do you guys get that? Like, yeah, we made the planet, whole world up. Yeah, like everything that you know that is like this is what life is. We made it up. It's totally made up. Like yeah. it's all bullshit. Like we could have went a complete other way. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like think late about, stage capitalism. That's where we are. Think about that. Think about wow. Yeah, everything I know, everything I do, like as a human being, like that's just shit we all made up. Like maybe yeah. you know, what if we can go back in time with the start of man and and change that perspective on you know what I mean? Like yeah, how about we do it this way? Yeah. Think about that. Your your world could be completely different right now. Yeah. 
I mean this I this know. is this conversation is taking a turn. I'm I'm ready. Maybe um another episode where I can have <laughs> on, a glass of on, wine. I go to work tonight. On so evolution. Yeah, yeah. Like just talking about <laughs> that really human race. <laughs> really blow. Yeah. Like wow. Everything I've Pangea. done in my life isn't really actually anything. Yeah. Other than you know other than what it is and the reality that we created but True. as human beings wow i'm sorry i'm i know i'm blowing minds right this now this is just going yeah off. this is a really interesting topic to go into on a mental health episode but <laughs> yeah yeah, sorry. yeah just yeah. to top things off <laughs> yeah so we uh we're trying to get a mental health expert on for a future episode we have a couple other episodes that are planned uh towards through the end of the year um about certain hot topics you know of course we have the holidays coming up we definitely want to do like a holiday themed uh podcast because we're big on the holidays in this house as you can tell i already have my uh halloween stuff out and my pumpkin candle burning while we're doing this because actually that's late for me september 22nd yeah that's really late for me usually i'm like september 1st everything's up yeah august 1st everything's <laughs> august <up. laughs> august yeah and i and netflix is starting with their uh halloween lineup so mm. all the horror now that you're uh now that you're kind of working nights uh, for the next couple of weeks, I'm going to be binge watching my Halloween because I know you don't like horror stuff. Well, talk about mental health. I watch a horror movie. I'm done for months. I mean, years. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm mentally scarred for years. I'd never forget any of that. Shit. <laughs> yeah, I'm scarred. Talk it's about better that. that it's better that you didn't watch Ratchet with me last night. I did. I started watching. No, but you didn't watch like the, the central part. It's it's better that way. Just like you don't like like you don't never like watching American Horror with me because it's like no, I don't demented. No, I, no, I like demented. So again, I think I discussed this last season on one of the, our episodes. I said I just don't like watching people horrifically and brutally in the worst fucking ways <laughs> murdered to to pieces. Well, that's what I don't the, enjoy watching that. Carly, that's is what that? okay, but that's what all these things are about. So it's okay that you don't like them. I mean, if if I can I deal with a horror movie without all the fucking. I don't I'm gonna stop cursing. On yeah, this episode. sheesh. You know what? No, I'm Jeez not. Jeez, Louise. Um, like you know, to be shredded to pieces. Mm -hmm. Like that's freaking horrible. Yeah, I don't want to watch that. You want to watch that? Well, I. What? Why do you want to watch? I that? I just like the horror genre. I like haunted things. I like spooky things. Me and Jordy watch it together. I'm with you on the uh, haunted and spooky are fine, but like horrifically yeah, but like, being. How do you think? How do you think things get haunted? People die. Yeah, that that's okay. I'm I'm saying it's just the. I think I think it's to the extent where you're watching <laughs> like the Saw movies. Yeah, but I can like watch the Saw no, movies. No, you can't. I can. Julian, I can. The way in which people die in those movies, it's pretty damn it's bad. It's so bad. But they also have a, a chance. Donnie to... Wahlberg went out so bad in the first one. No, it was like the fourth one. I thought it was in the first one. No. Oh no, that was Aaron Eckhart. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty like, bad. Saw it off his like foot uh yeah that one's pretty bad too but like i think those are more like the way they're structured they're they're more easy they're, they're just more entertaining you have more of a storyline yeah other than just watching some old like you know school horror shit and it's just you know horrible horrifying just horrible that's well we got to get off this conversation i'm done talking now okay you want to keep talking we were just talking but now i we guess were, we're done no we were just talking we yeah. are just talking we are just talking but, um, um yeah no i just wanted to quickly share uh what I, for one, I'm going to be doing for the rest of the week. I'm also on Thursday, I fly out to Napa Valley for um, a bachelorette party. And I'm so excited because or I'm going to try some of the best wine in the country. So I'm really pumped about that. Probably do a future episode on that. Maybe talk about uh, the trip 
and things of that nature. Because I know we have a bunch of other travel blogs we want to do too, right? Yeah, we need to uh, go more places now. Yeah. Well, you know, once up. once foreign countries are willing to welcome us again, that would be uh, helpful. Yeah, I don't think anyone's going to ever no. welcome us. No, I mean, I, I don't know why they would want to welcome <laughs> us to begin with. But but yeah, so uh, that about wraps it up. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed a casual conversation. We feel pretty strongly about mental health, which we've mentioned in our pilot episode. And we've mentioned kind of sprinkled throughout all of our other episodes. So I hope we can expand on this conversation and kind of talk with a professional about the more hard-hitting issues and about kind of the factual science and medicine behind it as opposed to just our individual experiences. So until next time, we're just talking. Perfect. Hosted on dimlywit.com.